You are listening to the Simply 127 podcast, an entire podcast devoted to all things James 127. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Fintress, and I'm so excited that you've decided to join us today. Hey guys, this is Sarah Beth, and you are listening to episode 20 of the Simply 127 podcast. 20. A few of you might have noticed the long break between episodes 19 and 20. (laughs) It was seven weeks to be exact. We wanted to take a break in between seasons one and two to prep for the next season, but I guess I got started on that break a little too soon. (laughs) Anyway, here we are with episode 20, the final episode of season one. I think today's episode will put a nice bow on the first season and hopefully tide you over until the launch of season two. I remember sitting around a table with the 127 team 18 months ago and dreaming about starting a podcast. It's so exciting to be wrapping up our first season today. I'm having so much fun creating this content and I just want to thank you for listening. I wanted to take a few minutes during this episode to reflect on season one and also to give you an update on 127 Worldwide and our ministry activity in the midst of the pandemic. First, let's chat about season one. I wanted to share my two favorite conversations and two of the most downloaded episodes. You can always go back and listen if you need a refresher. In episode three, Eleanor Wells shared with us great insight on compassion fatigue. Apparently, many of you are interested in avoiding ministry burnout and practicing self-care as you care for others. Since the podcast, Eleanor has co-founded Cohort for Care, a coaching and consulting business focusing on healthcare workers avoiding burnout and compassion fatigue. This seems very timely considering the current state of our world. This episode was particularly relevant to me because I just wrestled through a season of compassion fatigue myself. The work that we do at 127 Worldwide is difficult and complex. My time with Eleanor helped me to evaluate my own rhythms, my personal checkpoints, and when work was consuming me. So many of my peers wrestle with burnout as well. I hope this episode will serve as a resource to many more in the future. Episode 12 was probably my favorite podcast in season one, though deciding on my favorite podcast was truly difficult because I enjoyed so many of these conversations. In this episode, one of the 127 partners, Peter, and I have an honest conversation that I just haven't heard ministry leaders discussing in front of a microphone. We've worked hard to get here, too. (laughs) I love the rapport that we have built to have honest and challenging conversations with our partners at 127 Worldwide. I've recently been reminded of the importance of transparency and vulnerability as well. If people can learn from my mistakes and avoid making the same ones in their own lives, then why wouldn't I share freely? Not to mention that broadcasting your shortcomings is a great way to increase humility. This conversation with Peter was nine years in the making, (laughs) and I feel like so many people can benefit from listening to the challenges of working cross-culturally. If you missed either of these episodes, I would highly recommend that you go back and give them a listen. What were some of your favorite episodes of season one? If you'd be open to taking a few minutes to join a virtual focus group, please check out the show notes. We have a Google form created by Manny, our director of operations, aimed at capturing some useful data to help us make season two the best it can be. Anything you say in that focus group will only be seen by him, so you don't have to worry about hurting my feelings. (laughs) We'd actually love the constructive critique. Filling out the form should take less than 10 minutes, and we'll be selecting a few participants at random to send some 127 swag to as a thank you for giving us your time and feedback. 
As you might imagine, interviewing our guests has been more challenging in the midst of a pandemic, but we are as committed as ever to producing podcasts that not only have great content, but sound professional too. In addition to sharing the stories of real people living out James 127, we want to help equip you to live out this in your own life by providing a few deep dives with subject matter experts as well. Be on the lookout for all of these things coming soon in season two. 127 has been hard at work during these pandemic months. In a normal year, much of our time and energy during the spring and summer months is directed towards our GO teams. So much so that several of you have asked, what are you guys even doing now that you're not taking teams to visit your partners? (laughs) Trust me when I say the struggle has not been trying to find something to do since March. We quickly realized that the sending part of our ministry would be uncertain for the foreseeable future. Many people have used the word pivot, and I can't say that word without thinking of friends moving couches up apartment complex stairs, (laughs) but they've used this word to explain a shift that their ministries have taken due to COVID-19. We've certainly had to make our fair share of adjustments at 127 Worldwide since March, but our intensified focus on education wasn't a pivot. The stay-at-home order just allowed us to give undivided attention to something that we already knew that we wanted to do. Many of you have joined in on our Zoom calls as we explain key distinctives, discuss pros and cons of short-term missions, and even visited with our local leaders about working cross-culturally. We'll drop a few of the Zoom calls in the show notes if you have a chance to listen. When the skies are open again, countries are welcoming Americans, and mandatory quarantines are a thing of the past, we will be thankful that we took the time to invest in relationships and education. Not being able to send teams this year has made us more grateful than ever for the work of our partners in Guatemala, Kenya, and Uganda. Our partners are all local leaders who are serving their communities year-round. They are committed to the work of the gospel in these communities regardless of whether we are able to send teams to them. That's part of what makes these partnerships so special. They were doing kingdom work before we connected with them, and the partnership has always been aimed at expanding that work. We are so proud of all four of our partners and the incredible ways that they have been caring for their communities during the pandemic. David is a pastor in Guatemala. Peter, Rose, and Jeffrey each founded and are directors of ministries in East Africa. Food insecurity has been one of the most urgent needs in developing countries. Government shut down many vital social and economic activities early to decrease the spread of the virus. Unfortunately, these measures place enormous burdens on many who depend on daily wages to survive. Combined, our partners helped feed more than 10,000 people since March. Most of the time, food baskets were prepared in advance so that an entire family could eat for two to three weeks from one donation. David was able to share the gospel with 60 families who came to a food distribution. He's still having virtual church services each week with his congregation. Swahiba shifted their summer camp to broadcast on the radio in Nairobi. They are now discipling 160 students who express interest in knowing more about the Bible. The Acres of Hope sustainability projects are flourishing. Jeffrey is building fish ponds, selling pigs, giving goats to widows, and filling his truck with vegetables from the garden each week to give to families in need. The school and the pothouses are still closed, but Jeffrey is eager to welcome the children back. Rose has expanded her project to provide cows to the most needy families from the school. She is also providing food for widows in the community, some of whom do not have families to care for them. The schools in Kenya are closed until January, but the students and staff are working towards studying from home. We've spent much time this summer supporting and keeping up with our partners and what they're doing to serve their communities. 
We've been more diligent than ever in cataloging prayer requests from our partners and passing those along to our advocates. You can find the most recent prayer update at 127worldwide.org forward slash pray. We've also taken this opportunity to further clarify the whys and hows of the ministry that we do at 127 Worldwide. We've summarized this into four distinctives, gospel intentionality, mutually edifying relationships with effective local leaders, healthy engagement with vulnerable communities that encourages empowerment and preserves human dignity, and a focus on education and discipleship. I'm going to tell you just a little bit more about each of those now. Number one, gospel intentionality. This means that everything we do is motivated by the gospel. We want those who have not heard the good news of Jesus to hear and believe. As one of our partners so aptly states, we meet temporal needs in order to share eternal truth. Number two, mutually edifying relationships with effective local leaders. We don't want one-way-only relationships where the Westerners are yet again cast as the heroes and saviors of the story. We believe that when the body of Christ works together to build the kingdom, God gets the glory. To that end, we want to learn from our partners just as much as we want to share with them. It's a two-way street of mutual love, respect, and growth. Number three, healthy engagement with vulnerable communities that encourages empowerment and preserves human dignity. We've read When Helping Hurts, and we're on board with that message. We want to avoid creating or perpetuating dependency. We don't want to operate under the mistaken worldview that assumes materialism is right and what the developing world needs. We see poverty and the resulting complications as a symptom of broken relationships between people and God, people and each other, and people in the created order. We want to address the root causes and help our partners to do the same. And last, a focus on education and discipleship. We want to empower God's people to work together to care for the vulnerable and expand the kingdom. We want to see believers on both sides of the ocean growing up in Christ. That's why we're committed to education and discipleship. We are just amazed at all that God has done in and through us over this past season. It's so good to take a moment to just celebrate what he's done and what he's teaching us. And what a better way to end season one of the podcast. We're so excited for the future, and we can't wait to share so much more with you in season two. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the link to our virtual focus group where you can offer some really useful feedback to help make season two even better than the first. The show notes can be found by going to 127worldwide.org forward slash simply 127. We hope this first season has inspired you to tangibly live out James 127 in a variety of ways. Thanks again, and you'll hear from us again really soon.